Let me make this abundantly clear. I do the job, and then I get paid. Well, I'll be the son of a whore. I'm in the ship. I am the ship. Does that seem right to you? It's Firefly. Welcome to the Center Cut. I'm Dave. I am Michael. And today we are going to talk about fireflies. Fireflies? Oh shit, did I write it down wrong? I thought it was just firefly. No, we're talking about fireflies, the bugs that fly around at night and light up. No, we're here to talk about Firefly, the TV show. We are. We watched the first episode and the last episode and we are going to do some recaps there. And then we have a lot of questions, mostly from Reddit, that we're going to dive into to try to figure out what happened in between. Now, before we get into the heavy lifting, I did just want to say that the universe apparently loves me. I, I had my baby boy, Frank, people who have been li- listening here. Frank uh, A. Frank, yeah, he was born on 6-9, which is so on brand. Nice. And uh, my wife was very strong and brave. We're finally home, happy, healthy, and hella tired. So that's all great on that front. They say, though, that fatherhood changes you, but I don't see it yet, unless you count the fact that I've seen exponentially more baby penises than I had in the past. Exponentially more? Exponentially more. I'm talking like 12 times more, at least. So the way you said that makes it seem like you've seen 12 times more different penises. No, 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 just the amount of penises. Yeah, but... uh. When you say penises, it sounds like you're talking about multiple penises. The people came here for fireflies. So No, <laughs> let's get this straight. They came here for penises. That's fair our brand. Point. That's true. Um, I am happy to say, though, that he does have big feet. So you know what that means. Ladies, watch out. Also, oh, yeah. lead singer of Lost Prophets, watch out. But let's get into it. Yeah, so Firefly was a TV show that came out in 2002 was the brainchild of Joss Whedon. Nerd Jesus. Yeah, he is uh, He's at the top of his game uh, directing Avengers and Justice League, all kinds of fun stuff, really killing it. He even wrote the theme song to this show. <laughs> he did. Which I hate. So I hated it the first time. I've slightly warmed up to it. I do still think it's weird. No, I don't like it at all. One is that I don't like country music, so it's not helpful, but I'm not a fan. This show was... Defined as a space western, whatever the fuck that means, stars quite a few people. Uh, Most notably, we have Nathan Fillion and Gina Torres, who play Mal and Zoe, respectively. And this show is bananas. It is. So it was canceled after one season before all the episodes even aired. But it's since grown to like cult status. Yeah, a lot of people, for whatever reason, love this show after it's dead. Like yeah, a I, famous painter. I think there's a few reasons why it could and was canceled. Um, for one, though, Fox thought the pilot sucked. So they aired the episodes out of order, which makes zero sense. A lot of people think that was the death knell. 
Dumb. Yep. Now, what do you what do you think about it overall before we dive into the recaps? So overall, I didn't hate this show, which is surprising because I'm not a TV person. I can definitely see myself going back and watching the rest of this. It was intriguing enough to keep me focused in, which is hard to do, especially when one of your episodes is fucking an hour and 30 minutes long. I think there are some things they could have improved on, but overall, I, I was a fan. Yeah, I'm with you. I I may also watch the rest of the season. And I think maybe if this goes well, maybe we'll do the Serenity follow-up film at a later date as well. We'll center cut eyes it. But for me, I I can't help but compare it to the the sci-fi slash Amazon show The Expanse, which I'm a fan of. Expanse is a more recent show. It's definitely more into the science and politics of, of future space. But there's like easy character alignments here. Um, you know, Mal would be Holden. I hate both of them. Jane is just like a C-rate Amos. Zoe is Naomi and Wash is Alex, the the quirky pilot. For this, though, I, I like half of the characters and then I strongly dislike the rest. It's There's not many characters. I'm like, oh, they're okay. I either hate them or love them. I'm team Kaylee. I don't know about you. I, yeah, I'm a fan of Kaylee and I love Reverend Book. Yes, Book and Kaylee are the two best characters. There's just something about Mal... Philion, Nathan Philion, that I I just can't get into. He has the face of like an animal cracker, the non-frosted kind. He's just like too cool and too suave. Are you saying? <laughs> okay, so first of all, is that you compare saying that animal crackers are just too cool and too suave? For, for no, he's just good? like no, he's just he's just got like a plain ass face masquerading as like a attractive man i i it's just i don't like the faces he makes i don't mind nathan fillion i've uh, enjoyed a few other things that he was in most notably castle i think was the big one i find it interesting that you don't like his face i don't know why, why. <laughs> i just find it interesting all right. Well, that being said, he did play a prominent role in a season three episode of Lost, so he's acceptable in my book. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't believe he just <laughs> threw all that shade after he was in Lost one time. That's the only good thing he's done in his life. Oh, my God. Lost. But we, we, we have a lot to cover here, so we really should just dive right in. Yeah, let's get into it. So the first episode, Serenity. We open up on a dark battlefield. Malcolm Reynolds, played by Nathan Fillion, is leading, question mark, a squadron. Uh, He delivers a pseudo-rousing motivational speech. Now, bodies and land smolder around them. Mal shoots down an enemy ship, seemingly from the Alliance, and he and Zoe, who we see more of later, retreat. It's your typical semi-cheesy sci-fi action fair. Now, this somehow won awards for visual effects, but... I think the graphics are horrible. Like, not as bad as Leprechaun 4 in space bad, but I guess it's what you'd expect for 2000s, early 2000s Fox, but... No, ah, see, that's what, that's what I thought, too. I was like, well, I'll give them a pass because it was 2002. But in 2002, a movie, a little, a little old movie called Spider-Man, the first one in the trilogy with Tobey Maguire, which was the best Spider-Boy of all the Spider-Boys, and... Their CGI was great. Now, I know that movie to TV is a, a different ball game altogether. I get that. But the difference between what they could do as CGI-wise in a movie and TV was so drastic that I feel like they, they kind of cheaped out on a little bit in Firefly. 100% agree. We just did The Abyss last episode. That was in 1989, and the graphics are better, in my opinion. Unbelievable. Anyway, uh, backup isn't coming. 
death is looming, and then we get a six-year time jump. But they're too pretty to die. That's debatable. <laughs> really, though, how the hell did Mal and Zoe survive? Yeah, I, I was also confused by that. At the end of the scene, they were being told, or ordered, I suppose, to surrender, um, to lay down arms. So I don't know if they surrendered and was just like, everything was cool, or what? Okay, yeah, that I mean, that has to be the only way, is just surrender, because... There's no way they survived if they tried to fight. It, I mean, for all we could see, there was only a few of them left, and there was like 12 ships coming at them. Yeah, the, the shit was getting real very but fast. At, at any rate, they are alive in the future. Yep. Uh, Mal, Zoe, and Jane, who's a man, they are doing some space scavenging, and the pilot, Wash, is playing with dinosaurs back on the Serenity. You want to know why the show got canceled? This scene now, I like dinosaurs as much as the next guy, but you want to put this lame shit in your pilot? Put it in the middle or something, not in the first six minutes. I think it was a good introduction to Wash. Lame. <laughs> <laughs> the Alliance cruiser, the Dortmunder, catches sight of Serenity, in a sense. And we also meet Kaylee, a bubbly woman in a butterfly shirt. Mm -hmm. The crew scavenges the Coleman coolers full of booty. They employ the crybaby which is basically a, a decoy bait to confuse the Alliance, and they head out. The old crybaby. Yep. We get the title card, which we talked about, the bluesy Western music. It's okay, I'll say. Not a fan. Something is up with the bricks of whatever the hell they pilfered. Uh, turns out it's foodstuffs. Yeah, we find that out later, but I spent literally one hour of this show thinking that that was gold. Same. Uh, maybe not gold, but I thought it was a gold palladium. Yeah, some, or, some, yeah. yeah. So Zoe and the weird pilot are husband and wife, apparently. Mm -hmm. Inara, the ambassador, is essentially an escort. And yep. we, we get our first bout of strange camera shots and time lapses. Not a fan at all. Yeah, the angles that they like show the ship in, the, in space and like all that stuff, man. It's wonderful. Yeah. Now, after fucking this socially awkward bowl-cutted doofus on her sex shuttle, Inara sets to convene with Serenity in Persephone at Eve's Down Docks. Now, Persephone obviously is the Greek goddess of springtime, etc., but it's also a common sci-fi name for a planet beyond Neptune. So it kind of puts us in a range of where uh, Persephone is likely located. Interesting. Yeah. Where'd now, you find that crap? Google. Oh. <laughs> I went so, to the library. To a very reputable source. Yeah. Reputable, yes. The docks are a bazaar of sorts with an Asian flair, and I promise I'm not just saying that because there is a shop selling dog meat. <laughs> now, corona the, all over again. Corona all over again. Now, the crew meet with Badger, who is a second-rate crime lord. Mm -hmm. He refuses to pay them since they've been ID'd, and the stolen goods are basically watermarked. Now, this guy has a cool crank at his desk to peel an apple. I don't know if you saw that, but that's a future I can get behind. Have you never used one of those? That's a real thing that exists now? Yeah, man. My mom bought one from Pampered Chef when I was like eight. What? Where yeah. have I been? I don't know. You're missing out on a lot of great stuff, that apple Whoa. peeler. You know, uh, have to peel man. an apple again. I'm going to be eating up some pink ladies and golden delicious. Can't wait. I know what I'm getting you as a Father's Day gift. <laughs> Badger thinks he's a businessman, but he's wearing a tie and a wife beater, which is like the universal uniform for McDonald's manager on break. Yeah, and one of those shitty bowler hats. Yeah, which he thinks is like a fancy hat, yeah. but it's sweaty. 
Mm-hmm. Nasty. Uh, we meet Shepard Book, and he ain't no grandpa. He ain't no grandpa. We also meet another passenger, Simon, and the show really overbearingly makes us think that he's bad. Oh my god, they really nail it home that this guy <laughs> is the the bad boy who's yep. going to cause all kinds of trouble. All kinds. Now, we see the ship Serenity in space, and it looks like I'm playing PlayStation 1. It's It's so lame looking. I would argue that a ship that I would have gotten in the original Ratchet and Clank game for PlayStation <laughs> 1 would have been more well put together than this ship. God, I love Ratchet and Clank. Oh, what a great game. What a great, great series. series of games. There's a Jason. new one that's going to come out for PlayStation 5. Ooh, baby. I'm done nerding out. Move along. <laughs> Mal goes over the rules and we're still force fed Simon as a rat. Mm-hmm. Mal tells Shepard that Inara's a whore. And we get a shot of Kaylee orgasming to a strawberry. You know, regular stuff. Yeah, just the usual. Uh, everyone eats that good of a strawberry. I don't know if you have. Um, Maybe not a strawberry, but I've had some good golden raspberries in my day. <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, everyone eats dinner. Jane is a bad boy and has to go to his room. And <laughs> Mal eats a tomato with chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. I got all the important parts of this episode. (laughs) So something I noticed, too, is that every so often it seems like they speak Japanese. Yeah, notably uh, Wash talks in uh, perhaps it's Japanese. I didn't I didn't look too deep into it to to Zoe. So, yeah, there's there's some other languages. Wash does that. And then I think we see Kaylee when she's um, introducing herself to to Shepard Book um, does something similar. And she's also twirling a an umbrella that looks to be from the Japanese culture. And there's a a decent amount of references to it. And even in the last episode, too, they speak a little Japanese, I believe. So I, I don't know if that's supposed to show where they originally came from or something along those lines. Or it could just show what country slash culture is is predominant or is a ruling class in this future time which i guess is a a good question for you when the hell are we i don't fucking know that was a question that i had for you i don't know if this is the future past i don't know if this is the past in the future it's it's a similar thing to like star wars it was like a a long time ago in the future in a galaxy close but far away i don't know what is going on my guess is that we're somewhere in the range of like 2100 to 2600. Like, that I don't think we're a too giant far. half century range. Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, I mean, if I said we're somewhere in the range of the year 1500 to 2000, well, you know, we're not talking about cavemen. Correct. So at so, least it narrows it down a little bit. At least it narrows it down a little bit. Yeah, I was always very confused by that because even when you look at the clothes, like there's a part where Jane is wearing like a camo zip up hoodie that you would have gotten from like Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah. But Mal is wearing clothes that you would have seen them wearing in an old Western movie that starred. What's that dude's name? I'm not supposed to be the guy that forgets names. <laughs> it's hot here in the Northeast, guys. I can't even think straight. Clint Eastwood. I, I legitimately am naked. I started this podcast in, in just in just a shirt and boxer shorts, but I'm so hot and sweaty that I am naked. Yeah. Just just so you know. Anyway. I assumed you were always naked when you were recording. 75% of the episode. Yeah, so no different than normal. 
Yeah. Next, we get a montage of Inara giving herself a sponge bath because sex sells. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny. Like to take a sponge bath, you either need to be super attractive or disabled. Like you never see an able bodied, ugly person scrubbing their fat rolls with a kitchen sponge. You hate to see it. <laughs> you hate to I see mean, it. they would have to if they were on a ship. You hate to see it. You hate to see that. <laughs> the ship has fold out toilets and sinks, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty dope. I wish I could get one of those in my bathroom. I could use a little more space in there. Yeah. There's a mole on board. A mole. Obviously, Mal thinks it's Simon, and he cold cocks him. Yeah. Now, we eventually find out that Simon is on the run, and the ugly-faced man is the mole. We don't know his name at this point, I don't think. We do find out later. I don't care. Yeah, he doesn't matter because he doesn't make it out of the episode. Nope. In the haste, though, the ugly man shoots Kaylee in the gut, and Shepard shows off his ninja skills. Yeah, he beat the shit out of that dude. <laughs> now, they make the decision to run from the Alliance ship that the ugly man had called. Yeah, they weren't going to originally, but they have to because Simon is threatening to not help Kaylee if they don't flee the Alliance. Yes. Now, speaking of Kaylee, what is up with the bear patch on her leg? Oh, what are you talking about? There's like a little teddy bear patch. I have no idea. I did not she, notice she, that. She ha- it's not just in this episode. She has the same like overall pants on in the last episode, and she has that fucking patch. Oh, so there's just a patch on her pants. Yeah, but it's a teddy bear. What oh. adult woman has a teddy bear patch? I mean, I know there are some adults that wear like Winnie the Pooh clothes, but those people are fucking mentally challenged. Maybe she's just a Grateful Dead fan. Maybe. It's not that kind of bear. Anyway, <laughs> Simon fixes Kaylee up, and Mal finds a frozen naked white bitch in Simon's carry-on. Yep who were led to be as a teenager, and they all looked at her naked. Yeah, so the girl is River, and she's also supposedly Simon's sister, though if I had a sister, I don't I don't know that I'd ever hug her naked. Like, even if she had just gone through some traumatic experience, like she was in a river rafting accident or something, I still wouldn't, I still wouldn't hug her naked. Um, I'd be like, put on this towel, then let's hug. Yeah, I could see where, where it, that happened the way it did, just because he, he knows that she's kind of mentally unstable and everything's crazy she just needed a hug dude remind me not to be your sibling remind me not to be your son (laughs) (laughs) simon does want to bang his sister though right uh yeah i mean he's too touchy-feely seems like a little weird ugly maybe maybe they're stepsisters and brother yeah maybe anyway uh river is extremely gifted and simon was a fugitive basically because he kidnapped her yeah, that's yeah. one way to explain it. Well, that's what happened. Jane interrogates Lawrence, the Lloyd Christmas looking motherfucker. And the ugly man offers Jane money, but Jane stays loyal to Mal and the crew. This is one of my favorite scenes because Jane gets angry when the guy doesn't withhold information and he like really wanted to hurt him and and torture him and then the guy just gives everything up. Lawrence is just a little bitch and Jane is genuinely upset at the fact that he didn't get to torture this dude. So that means you're a Jane fan. Does it? It sounds like it. I mean, I just thought it was a funny scene. I don't know if I'm a Jane fan. Okay, cuz I says some crazy shit. I don't like his shtick whatsoever. Like he's really? just trying. He's trying way too hard. You didn't like the line where he said, if wishes were horses, we'd all be eating steak. (laughs) 
The only part that I liked about him is when they're walking through the bazaar and he's like, zero divided by zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was That's a pretty it. funny scene. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Reavers are nearby. Zoe says that if the Reavers board the ship, that they will rape the crew to death. Mm-hmm. This show, I've learned, is very cavalier with their rape talk. Very rape heavy. <laughs> Didn't think that was going to be the no. case going in. Neither did I. It really wouldn't fly this no. time. But uh, but back in 2002, we could just throw rape around like it's no big deal, apparently. Well, didn't Fox run reruns of The Cosby Show? I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Serenity manages to fly under the radar. Reavers will not be boarding at this time. Mal straight up Ashton Kutcher style punk Simon by telling them that Kaylee is dead. <laughs> what an asshole move. It was out of nowhere and it was great. It's just so sadistic. Like, I pretend to shock myself every time I plug something in around my mom. But this is just like next level. <laughs> hey, this dude thought he was going to die. And it was funny. Yeah. It's funny when okay. people think they're going to die. So Mal talks with patience on the shittiest comm device ever. Like, mm-hmm. I could zoom in HD and you can see the wrinkles on my ball sack. And this is like hundreds of years in the future. And it's worse than watching a VHS that you bought at a fucking flea market that had sat out in the sun too long yeah this is what was further confusing me about the timeline and like where in the fuck we are in you know ever is that in 2002 we for sure had some levels of you know computers and cell phones and shit like that so i don't understand why this if it's supposed to be in the future kind of regressed back in technology or is this just supposed to be a different universe altogether i don't i don't know there i mean there's no real answer to that in the episodes that we saw i'm I'm sure it's it's delved into in the middle it's a good question i mean maybe if it is in the future there was some sort of event where we lost a lot of the humankind lost a lot of our technology some kind of apocalyptic collapse yeah Yeah, and they also lost all the ability to make new clothes, so they're all wearing like older style clothes. I don't, I don't know. Except don't for know. Jane, who hits up Hot Topic on the reg. Yep. But anyway, crazy. Mal gives another motivational speech while Lawrence works at his taped arms with a saw. Like, who searched him? How? How did he have a saw on him? Yeah, I don't know what he was using, but I don't know how in the fuck he would have gotten that. Serenity lands on Whitefall. Uh, Lawrence knocks out Shepard, and the drug deal with patience goes bad. As we knew it would. As we knew it would. What's with the horses in the Wild West theme? I don't know. That's why, like, what the fuck is a space western? I don't (laughs) get it. If we have spaceships and quads, why are we still on horses? Yeah. And what Jane put it, if there's limits on food, then why are we not eating these horses? Well, it seems like it's like a vast desert type planet, so you need to get around faster than walking, but use the quad that you have. <laughs> That's true. And they have like sniper rifles out, out in the woods. So it's if they just, if they yeah. It's yeah, so I confusing. I don't understand. Yeah. Now Mal don't give a flying fuck and he shoots Patience's horse, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean Stakes. I'm not into I'm not into killing horses, but Stakes it was cool. Stakes tonight. Stakes tonight. While all that's happening, Lawrence holds River at gunpoint, and Simon tries to get Lawrence to give him a piggyback ride. Mm-hmm. The foley for this show sucks. Like all the punches and all the other sounds are just—they're far too exaggerated. Yeah, and when he jump, he jumps down from what I would describe as a third-story level height. 
to try and land on Lawrence. He lands four feet away from him and hits him with one of his arms as he's falling. And then they both (laughs) fall to the ground. I I don't care how high you drop from on me. If you smack me with your hand on the shoulder, I'm not going to drop to the ground. Well, maybe if you didn't expect it, like if your back's turned to me, I could I could see having and if you have like a fat arm, like I could I could see the force knocking you down. Yeah, but then it took him like 10 minutes to get up off the floor. <laughs> it's TV. OK, yeah, bad TV. Yeah, no, it's not bad. No, just say some of some of this stuff could have used a little bit more work. I know yeah. you can only try the jump from a third story once or twice before someone breaks a leg, but <laughs> we could try just a little harder next time. <laughs> Uh, Mal rides up with the cavalry and the coolest part of both episodes, he just walks straight up and blows Lawrence's head off. Yeah, it was great. It was it was great. It was very satisfying because he shot Kaylee and I like Kaylee. So fuck him right off. Much agreed. And they also toss Lawrence's body off the ship, which is also great. Mm -hmm. Now, though, the Reavers are breathing down Serenity's neck. Inara and Mal have a kind of a weird moment. And Kaylee guides Jane to help Wash pull off a move to basically pull a 180 and blow fire at the Reavers. Like, that's the only way I can accurately describe it. Yeah, it's called an Ivan. An Ivan. Okay. That's what they called it. After, like, some Russian figure skater that does, like, a a flip. And then then farts on the (laughs) other person that that they're skating against. This is is ice skating battle. So Shepard bemoans his new life to Inara. And I know clergy can't have sex, but there's nothing wrong with a J of the B or H variety, right? What in the world? <laughs> I I got there. Man, that that was a thinker, bud. I would assume not. Like assume that you can't get it or? No, I would assume that. I mean, you're good to go. Yeah, I think that's right. That's accurate. Yeah. Do we have any religious scholars that want to <laughs> tell us? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, shoot us an email. Let us know. <laughs> Are you yeah. a monk and listening to our podcast? Probably not. You probably turned it off when we talked about baby penises earlier. But if you are still here, let us know what you're allowed to do, man. Yep. Jane reiterates his mercenary tendencies to Mal and Mal levels with Simon. And that is the end of the first episode. Finally. Holy crap. What an episode. Almost an hour and a half. Crazy. Not anticipating having to watch a full feature length film. For our podcast where we have to watch 15 minute clips. Yeah, you know it was a lot. It was decent, so I don't hate it. The next or the last episode we watched, episode 14, it was named Objects in Space. Now, we got something in this episode that we haven't gotten in any TV show that we've done so far. A previously on Firefly, which I thought was was nice. It gave us a little bit of insight into what happened in the middle there. Oh, you watched that shit? Yeah, I did. All right. Well, I didn't, but that's okay because I'm sure it didn't tell me much. All right. Well, I'll give you the recap. Here we go. So we find out that they're just never going to stop hunting for River Obs. We also know that they opened up River's skull and cut into her brain, and that's what's just making her go crazy. Who did? The 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 bad guys, the Alliance. Okay, gotcha. We learned that Jane turned on the crew for a very short period of time just because of money and then apologized and came back. And then we learned that river is uh, just like a badass assassin that can use her amazing critical thinking and math skills to basically accomplish anything like the chosen one. Sounds about right. Yep. So that's what we got in the recap. 
Then we got into the actual episode. So this first scene was a little weird. River wakes up and is just wandering through the ship. She keeps coming across pairs of, of people from, from the crew who are all just chatting. And then at the end of whatever they're doing or chatting about, which most of it was not of any import, they turn to her and say something in a very serious voice. And then things just progress like it didn't even happen. So the first one, uh, she finds Kaylee and her brother, Simon, and she he, Simon turns to her and says, I'd be there right now. Then she finds Book and Jane, and they say something like, I got stupid. The money was too good. And this one was from Shepard Book, and I really loved it. I don't give a hump if you're innocent or not. So where does that put you? Then she finds Mal and Inara, and Mal says, none of it means a damn thing. And Inara says, I'm a big girl. Just tell me. It was just very odd. Um, it made it kind of feel like it was her hallucinating or something like that. She makes her way down to the cargo bay, finds a stick on the ground. She picks up the stick, and then there's a snap cut to everyone rushing around her because she is not holding a stick. She's holding a gun, and she just had a fever dream or something. Hey, Dave. Yeah. What's brown and sticky? Oh, boy. I don't know. A stick. You're the worst. <laughs> Go ahead. God, so bad. That's what these people pay for. This is why the podcast is free. So <laughs> we got to right before the title card, we see a ship pulling up very stealthily behind the Serenity and an Idris Elba looking looking crazy bastard uh, sitting in there. He quietly kind of moves down to the ship through space and kind of listens in while the crew talks about what to do with the river. This bounty hunter ship obviously must have some sort of like masking tech, but how do they not hear this dude stomping around on the ship's roof? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I haven't been to space in a few years, and I would assume that there's just some ambient noises when a ship is running, and I don't know if these would mask it, but I would also assume that when you're floating around in the inky blackness of space, it's pretty quiet. Maybe. Good talk. The crew comes to the realization that they think River might be a psychic. And we kind of get a little affirmation of that later when some of the lines that we heard people say to her weren't spoken yet and are spoken later. So later when when Simon is talking about his life before saving River, he says, I'd be there right now if it wasn't for River. And that was what he said to her in that that fever dream. So we think that she's kind of either seeing the future or can read minds or something crazy. We see um, that there is definitely some sexual tension between Simon and Kaylee. We saw it a little bit earlier on, but it really uh, nails it down here. Leave it to old Reverend Book to ruin it and walk right between them as they're about to kiss. But why would the nice girl on the ship like this Dr. Douche? Yeah, so and lame. also, how many times does she have to basically openly tell him that he likes her before he fucking figures it out? Do you like anything on this ship? <laughs> or anyone? <laughs> Maybe me? No. Nah. I'm not a fan. Yeah, he just was not getting it. But everyone makes their way to bed. Crazy man gets onto the ship. Pulls out a gun. This gun is different from the Wild West guns we've been seeing up till this point. This one is is much more futuristic. Kind of looks a little bit like the golden gun from the original GoldenEye. Mal runs into 
our friend here and gets his ass just kicked. Handed to him. Yeah. And then he gets locked into his bunk cabin, whatever you want to call it, along with the rest of the crew. And crazy Idris Elba makes his way around the uh, the ship looking for River. He subdues Kaylee by threatening to rape her. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this guy just went for it. Like, no sugarcoating. He just goes up. You ever been raped? You ever been like, raped? Bro, this is not that's not the way to start your Tinder message. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously Kaylee's just gonna keep her mouth shut and uh and not give in to that. As our friend is making his way around the ship, Shepard Book just gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Man. Like this dude jumped from a second story and kicked Book right in the face. Yeah. I feel bad because Reverend Book also spent a good chunk of the first episode knocked out by Lawrence. Whatever <laughs> book just keeps on getting his ass kicked. Cut to Simon, who wakes up and goes to check on River. When he opens her cabin, she isn't there. She's gone. As he starts to walk around to look for her, the, our new friend attacks him and essentially forces him to to help in locating River. I can't tell if I love or hate this guy as a villain. Like the riddle speech and the cockiness, they're kind oh of turn God. on since he's he's backing it up so far. But the second he messes up, like all that linguistic Olympics is just all for naught. So like it's cool to a point, but you know it's going to end up being the downfall of him. So then it, it's kind of lame. It's like, dude, yeah. if you just if you just didn't if you just talked normally and just did your shit, you'd be off the ship and you would not be dead. Also, who's the writer that came up with the conversation between Simon and? who we have found out his name is early about Simon asking if he's a alliance and he answers saying, no, I don't think of myself as a lion. <laughs> yeah. I actually kind of liked it just because just, it's like you're wasting a minute of this 40 minute episode to just have like a, 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 a pseudo joke about like mishearing what they're talking about. It's like, yeah, I don't, I I don't understand that. I've never had a TV show do that where it's just like, like it feels as if that scene was done by accident and they just <laughs> left it in because why not? He also asks if he's a bounty hunter and he says, no, that ain't it at all. I'm a bounty hunter. <laughs> this guy's off the rails, man. He touches a pole and then licks the pole and then the scene's <laughs> over. He Christmas storied it. Yeah. I it was unreal. I don't there was no explanation for why he licked the pole. Simon didn't even talk about it. It was just like it didn't even happen. And I just do not understand. Yeah, but I like it. Yeah, I mean it was hilarious, but I don't I don't know if it was intended to be funny. It just happened. So we finally they make their way into Inara's room, still looking for River. She's not in there. Inara makes a a comment that he, you know, could could change his life. It's not too late. I know that you're probably tired of this. He pistol whips her and walks out of the room saying, you know, something along the lines of men are stronger. Why do women give birth? Does that seem right to you? <laughs> he keeps on saying, does that seem right to you? And it really got under my skin after the first few. So Simon and Early make their way up to the bridge and... Finally, we hear from River. She is talking through the comm system on the ship and claims to now be the ship that she liquefied 
and became one with the ship. She is Serenity now. I am so thankful that that didn't end up being the case because, like, I listen, I am a fan of sci-fi as a genre, but sometimes sci-fi can go a little too far, and that would have been a little too far for me. Time travel, cool, on board. Melting your body and being, like, a part of the ship, come on. Yeah, I thought that that was out of control. But turns out she just took this opportunity to get onto Early's ship and is using all of the details in there to kind of get under his skin and rattle him a little while she is calming to all of the other people on the ship, all the rest of the crew, so that they can kind of put a plan together to to get early out of there and under control. So finally, after, you know, a back and forth for quite some time between early and river, he finally figures out that she is on his ship at this point. Kaylee had unlocked the crew cabins so that Mal could make his way out on top of the ship as early as trying to leave because River said, you know what? I'm just going with you. I don't belong here anyways. I'm too much of a danger to everyone. So Early's like, oh, cool. Well, let's go then. On his way out, Simon tries to attack him. Simon gets shot in the leg. And then Early says, now you know what it feels like. Because earlier on, he was like, you should get shot. <laughs> like he's just telling him that he would, he would benefit from a shooting. And as early is leaving off of the ship, we see Mal directly behind him tosses him off into the inky blackness of space. River comes down from the other ship. She never was going to go with him. It was all a ruse. Everyone is safe and happy. We see that Zoe is operating on Simon's leg to remove the bullet. And Kaylee and River play some jacks on the floor of the cargo bay. And Early kind of just floats off into space like like the leprechaun's middle finger. Okay, a couple things. So number one, River uses her special brain for jacks. Like mm-hmm. nobody since 1964 has played jacks. I don't expect that there's some big jacks renaissance in the 2200s. Give me a break. Yeah, I it just further deteriorates my ability to understand what the time frame is of this stupid show. So weird. Now, another thing, though, Mal doesn't throw early out into space. He uppercuts him into space. But it's, it's just so weird that this is how the show ends. I mean, uh, they probably assumed they were getting a second season, but mm-hmm. it's just that's how it ends. It's just the villain floating off in space <laughs> yeah and then the, literally the last scene was him saying well i'm here now <laughs> and he yeah. just floats off assumed dead assumed until he comes back in someone's pee in space in space and that was firefly that's firefly guys you don't even need to watch it a lot of questions here to dive into and we're gonna nail every single one of them we're gonna crush them yep confident confident we got a lot of questions from reddit so i think we should kind of start there if that's cool with you I sound, sounds great to me. All right. So the first question was from Grimlock182. Question is, how many names does Mal's wife have? Mal has a wife. That was my first question. Mal has a wife. Yeah. Now, is, is it a current wife, a dead wife, or an ex-wife? Ooh, all great questions. My vote is dead. I think that's my vote as well. There was no like there was no inkling of a wife in in the bookend episodes here at all. Like no not even a slight mention of it. Mm-hmm. I have a thought though. Maybe Inara is his wife. 
or ex-wife. And that's why they have such like a weird relationship. So if that's the case, three names, Ambassador, Inara, and Hor. Yep. I, uh, I second that. It sounds good to me. Yeah, that's the answer. Yep. Nailed it. So the next set of questions came from another friend on Reddit named Zeppendorf. And the first question is, would Shepard Book shoot someone if his friends needed help? Maybe not at the beginning of the show, but I bet he realizes that helping people you care about is more important than whatever religion he practiced. Because that's what matters is helping people. So yes, I think eventually he does come to that conclusion after dealing with it all season. See, I don't think he would, but the reason is not because he got to make the choice, but because he is already knocked out and on the floor. <laughs> he does get knocked out a lot. That's that's a fair guess. I'll, I'll, I think I'll, I'll give you the credit for that one. Okay, perfect. So our second question here from Zeppendorf, how would Mal react to one of the crew betraying his trust? So I, I think that he understands the the nature of the arrangement and he would understand like... They seem like a ragtag band of mercenaries. So, yes, like loyalty is cool, but end of the day, do what you got to do to survive. I think he would respond to betrayal of trust with punches. Because <laughs> there's a lot of punching. I but, do agree with you, though, that he would, I think he would understand as long as it isn't putting the rest of the crew at risk. Yes, I, I agree with that. Yes. Because he ultimately does care about these people as much as he comes off as like a hard ass. Mm-hmm. Cool. If given the choice, would Zoe save the life of Wash or Mal? I went with Mal on this. Now, I know Wash is her husband, but I bet there's some backstory where Mal saved her life during the war or something to that effect. And I think that if, if someone saves your life, I think you're going to I think you're going to choose that person. I agree. I would say Mal as well. I think she sees him as a brother and and she would pick Mal. So would you save your sister over your wife? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You don't have to answer that. Rude, rude question. Neither of them are allowed to answer. I would do one of those things where I would probably take too long to decide and then they'd both die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All three of you would die. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Save the life of nobody. (laughs) Yep. That's the most fair and equitable way. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, We all agree. Excellent. So one of the crew is the local folk hero on a crappy backwater planet with a statue and everything. Who would deserve such an honor and why? So number one, by crappy backwater planet, you mean Earth, right? It's got to (laughs) be. So this was actually one of my favorite questions. I put a lot of thought into this. I don't. My answer (laughs) doesn't necessarily show that, but um, (laughs) it's, it's a good question. So. I'm going to go with Inara. Pussy makes men do crazy things. And I bet some poor sap worshipped her lady garden and built a monument to her beaver. My answer to this question is literally in my notes, Inara, because all the sex. We're on the same page. Yeah. It has to be right. Has it's got to be. Right. Be. <laughs> I just can't see anybody else being that. Yeah. The only thing I could see is like maybe Kaylee, because she has so much humility and she just is so nice that they were on a planet or something and Mal was just going to write off the planet and not save anyone or whatever. And she, you know, forced them to help and she was the savior of the planet or some bullshit. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Cause there's a related question. Um, and, and I'm kind of in agreement there. Okay. But next questions are from twinkle beans. Sounds delicious. Mm. 
Who gave Jane his cunning hat? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Seriously, what is a cunning hat? Uh, I don't remember him wearing a hat in any episodes either. I never saw him in a hat. I think this is a trick question. You think? Jane's the type of guy who would buy his own hat, and it would be like super douchey, like one of those crocodile Dundee hats. You think Twinkle Beans is enough of a dick to just be like, who gave Jane his cunning hat? And the answer is, Jane doesn't wear hats. <laughs> Maybe. I just... How can a hat even be cunning? Like, is it is it half a like? Is it does it have a brain, or does oh, it just like look? It looks cool. It looks cunning. Like yeah. you are you are more cunning when you wear it. Like how you become more of a badass when you wear a leather jacket. Mm, so like a Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah, maybe maybe he's got one of those. I think that Badger gave him his bowler hat. I don't know. <laughs> that's a great answer. I vote Kaylee because she's nice. That was my answer. That's that's also I probably. I still good. don't know what a cunning hat is, but <laughs> fair enough. What about Shepherd Book scares River so much? My guess would be his spirituality. She's very in in her brain and with her, you know, IQ level and how smart she is. I think that she's a very logical and mathematical type person, and the idea of God and spirit and things like that tend to kind of butt heads with that that mindset and i think that could cause some weird stuff in her cut up brain perhaps Uh, let me break it down for you in terms of what i think okay number one he's black and she's racist yeah i was trying to avoid that answer but thank you for doing that anyways (laughs) uh that hair also that weird goatee and he he's never married need i go on yeah he's not a grandpa that's it (laughs) okay makes sense river's racist lock it in so next, we have some questions from Jim Running Lizard. Who was the hero of Canton? Okay, so this is what I was talking about earlier. I think this maybe changes my answer also about the statue on the crappy planet. Now, Mal is the easy choice. I, let's put odds on it. So Mal is probably like two to one, realistically, because he's like the hero type. Mm-hmm. Maybe Zoe next, like four to one. Wash, you know, something like six or eight to one. Shepard, 12 to one. Jane, no way. He's like 50 to 1. Enora, that's not really a realistic answer, like 100 to 1. Simon, 2,000 to 1. He sucks. (laughs) Kaylee, though. So she's a sneaky bet on this. Like she is, like you said, she's the modest type. She probably did something like she she clothed like a million homeless people or something. And like some charity work. And she's the hero because of it. I, I think even though Mal's the obvious one, I think it could be Kaylee. Yeah, I would vote Kaylee as well for kind of the same reason I would I would state before. I feel like everyone else in the ship can can be very kind of cold and self-centered. I feel like Kaylee is the most human of them all in that she is just someone who would think of others before herself is that voice of reason to, you know, help society as a whole. Agreed. Cool. What is mother's milk? Colostrum. No, it's, I think it's some kind of mead or other alcoholic beverage. Um, oh, did I ever tell you about my dicks pack idea? Nope. Beer bottles shaped like penises. That's got to be a thing. I looked it up. It's not. I would make a fortune. You would make a fortune just for bachelor Con- parties alone. Seriously, consider this my verbal patent, if that's a thing. Mm-hmm. It you is now. A six pack of dick shaped beer bottles. You come up with funny names like, I don't know, fucking popped cherry and fucking banana rammer oh my god millions that's a uh, a great idea i think Thank it you. needs to definitely needs to happen it's not that far from a beer bottle already like, right it's exactly not take that much effort 
No, you just could put a couple embossed veins on the side and just shape the head a little bit differently. Pfft, easy. You can fucking put it in the same damn six pack package. Like you don't even need to change that shit. It's a great idea. Yeah, I also thought it was jizz. <laughs> Moving on. Next set of questions are from M E B M E B M E B Meb Meb Meb. What is the main cause of conflict between Mal and Wash? Zoe's loyalty. Zoe, final answer. We already yeah. talked about it. It's, it's that's an be. easy one. What does shiny mean? Decent. I bet you it's something that lamewad Jane calls coins or something. Let me get some of that shiny. Nope, nope. They say it in multiple times in both episodes. It means something like cool or great or okay or something like that. Like cool beans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That jacket's shiny. Okay. Yeah. I'll go with it. No power in the verse can stop whom? River. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I went with the Alliance. Uh, that's their party slogan. So I know for a fact this one's River because it was in the, the little previously on section. She literally says it. Damn it. No power in the verse can stop me. Okay, you win. Finish the phrase. Two by two. Blank. Hurrah, hurrah. <laughs> Is that like a cheer they do when they're going into battle? No, it's that stupid song, The Animals. Two by two. <laughs> hurrah, hurrah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. This to be something that rhymes with two, though. Like two by two, buckle my shoe. Yeah, yeah skip to my loo. <laughs> <laughs> maybe first answer was tie my shoe so i mean we were both on the same page on that one could be two by two is four two plus two is four two squared is four math is fun no um two by two is still wood and that's good enough for this ship i don't know know. what the fuck by two inara fucks you there you go that's that's our slogan Mm -hmm. no clue what are Reavers? Fucking space cannibals. Yeah. So Simon mentioned something about hearing about them in tales, like campfire tales. So that makes me think they're not fully human and they're they're kind of monsters of some sort. But they do fly a ship, so they're at least semi-intelligent. I I picture them like extra large gremlins. Agreed. Like these people who were this this group that was cast out to the outskirts of the universe and have since just become these gross and nasty, like grotesque human centipedes that just (laughs) devour anything that comes in their path and rapes them to death. Speaking of gremlins though, a a fun fact that I learned recently, the guy that voiced Skeeter in the Nickelodeon show, Doug Mm -hmm. did a lot of the vocal effects for the gremlins in the movie. Oh man. Anyway, just love ruining my childhood. Yeah. So when I don't know why I said that so deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Just... <laughs> it's the heat, man. I am yeah. melting. I there is a layer of sweat between me and my chair and it's my naked fine. body. I know that every time I mention the fact that you've written something about my childhood, you come in your pants, so it's fine. <laughs> I don't have pants, but into come the, on the ship. Bottom of your desk. It's fine. <laughs> when, <laughs> when River turns into the ship, what's she really doing? She's on early ship and she's trying to distract him yeah i feel like we discussed that during the recap so let's put that one to bed it's in bed all right what's the deal with the doc and kaylee she wants it bad and he doesn't realize yeah she wants some of his doogie in her hauser she wants some of that rectal thermometer if you know what i'm saying no he saved her life when she got shot so so she wants to repay him with that sweet sweet sexy time 
Yeah, it, it's definitely not because of his angular fuckboy face and his lame demeanor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. All right. So next question we have from Moose Man Johnny. <laughs> Moose Man Johnny. What a great Moose Reddit Moose Man username. Johnny. Okay. That's how it starts. Okay. What would you name your favorite gun? Okay, so I have a couple I have a couple answers here. None of them are good. <laughs> I have one and it's the correct answer, so. Okay. A Smith and Wetson. I don't know. <laughs> Looking at your kid's dick too much. The ball breaker. Corn, because it fucks shit up. Curtains, because it's curtains for anyone who comes at me. Oh, my God. You really lean into the Western on that one, huh? <laughs> yep. Impatience, because I ain't got time for this shit. That's all I got. Oh, I thought I thought you were going <laughs> to call it Impatience just because you shoved it in Patience, the character from this show. Listen, it was it was a play on that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to explain <laughs> your joke. So my answer is Michael. Ooh. I would name my gun Michael, so then at least something named Michael could perform. Burn. Oh, snap. Yeah, well, I'd shoot your wife. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'd try and save her, but if you uh, grab her and my sister, shit's going to get bad. <laughs> oh, God. What are we doing here? It's too hot. Yeah. Well, a few questions left, though. Thank you to everyone on Reddit who took the time to ask questions. Yeah, man. Love it. Thank you. But now, friend slash legend of the show, Kay, a couple questions for us here. Did Mal and Kaylee bone? And then she also put a bunch of eyes. I don't know what that means. No. Final answer? Yeah. I think he has a serious thing for Inara. I do too. Now, I, I think if they did bone, it would have to be pre-ship and pre-show. I just don't think they did it during the run of the show. Um, Agreed. A, because she was shot. Like that. Now there's already there's one too many holes to choose yeah, from. Too many holes uh, to decide. Eight to holes. Do. I counted. If you don't count piercings, there's eight holes now. Now, B. Did you count the teddy bear's mouth. I didn't count the teddy bear's mouth, but nine that's holes. not really on her. Okay, nine holes. Oh well, if the if the bullet went through her, then yes, yep, there's and then nine just holes. Fucks her pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> B. I think I I do really think that Mal is into Inara, and Kay- Kaylee also likes the doctor. So like both ends, they have a separate interest. See, Kaylee's just way too good for that dude. So in Agreed. short, no. Agreed. We nailed it. If you were in a Western space odyssey, would you wear a white hat hero or a black hat villain? I would wear whatever hat was necessary to survive in this post-apocalyptic weird Western space world. I'm not much of a hat guy, but <sighs> I, I had to think I, I had to think hard about this. Like, I think as much as I'd want to be a black hat, I'm a rule follower. Like, I actively try to get others to to also follow rules. Like, I've gotten in so many fights with fat middle aged women at the grocery store because they don't put their shopping carts back to the corral. You know what it is? I don't like selfish people who don't see what they're doing is negatively affecting others slash. They just don't care. Okay. So I I ultimately would be the white hat trying to keep order so there's no chaos in the shitty ass world we live in hmm i i don't know if that that makes me a gray hat yeah i don't know if your argument for why you would be a white hat actually defines a white hat but it certainly doesn't define a black hat. a black hat is someone who's just like an agent of chaos and will like rape and steal and kill and and do whatever it takes to just be on top that at least that's always a a an agent of chaos wouldn't you consider early to be the villain in the last episode yeah, he's an agent of chaos. He's trying to go in and punch people in the face and steal this girl from the ship. 
He's just trying to do his job and bring in a fugitive. He's following the rules. Simon <sighs> isn't. Blew your mind. Yeah. Okay. That. Hmm. I mean, when you when you shape it that way, I, I see what you're saying. But so then, is he the white hat then? And 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 Mal by is your black definition hat? of them, yeah. Well, what's your definition then? I I look at a hero versus villain as more of a doing good rather than doing bad, and doing good sometimes isn't necessarily the rule to follow. The alliance might not be good. So there may be rules around the alliance and they may be in charge, but that doesn't define them as good just because they're setting the rules. Yeah, but that's such a slippery slope, though, because then like who determines what's good and what's what's the right path? Like anyone could say that they're the white hat when in reality they're not. Yeah, exactly. That, that's so hard then. It is difficult. Life is Fuck great. Hat. Life's gray, man. Yeah, that's why no I hat. just wear a cunning hat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that was Firefly. That was Firefly. We even got a little deep there at the end. Thanks, Kay. Thank you, Kay. And all of our Reddit friends. I don't know that there are friends after they hear this, but we appreciate their input. And if wishes were horses, we'd all be eating steak. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. This was a lot. We're going to do a movie next week to kind of get back to basics. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? We are going to do Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler special. I haven't seen an Adam Sandler movie in over 15 years. Why? That seems sad. I was a fan of Adam Sandler comedies when I was under the age of 14. I like funny Adam Sandler, so I'm a little sad that this is going to be dramatic, not funny Adam Sandler. Sure thing. So one thing that I wanted to bring up here you really should be following us on Instagram, you fools. We're assuming you all already are because you're awesome. But if you're not, you're crazy. Seriously. Number one, you're going to get cool ass shit that you don't hear on the show. Yep. Or see on the show because you're, you can't see our podcast unless, you, unless you're a river. Nice. And two, we, by the time you're hearing this episode, our giveaway is over. You could have won a sweet gold fanny pack with two $15 Amazon gift cards, literally just for like commenting on our Instagram post. Who the fuck is a shit about those Amazon gift cards? Give me that gold fanny pack, bro. Seriously, girl, what is you doing? Follow us. Yeah, get on there. And while you're at it, send us an email, thecentercutcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, all the things, all the places, YouTube, get on it. And please, 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 please subscribe to the show so everything auto downloads. Yeah, get them downloads right away. Subscribe and you get notifications when our episode is uploaded. So you know when when the goodness is there and ready for you. You don't even have to think about it. That is the future that I want to be a part of. Yeah, not patience on a little weird screen. I think we're done here. How many licks does it take to get to the center of serenity? The world may never know, but it's always better in the center.